Hello and welcome to Dining In with Mike and Stacy. This show is about the psychology of weight management and it's our goal to help you lose weight and never have to lose it again. It's about time. It's been what, about a month since we've done a podcast, Mike? No, we did one after you came back from spring break. We did? Yeah, you did one. What was it about? Um, I can't remember. Oh. Um, it was about <laughs> COVID-19 and stress. It uh, was? This is, this is number 24. Oh, 24. This is, one, this I is 24. It was 23. Okay. This is number 24, and Stacy came up with a great title. So, Stacy, what's your title? So, the title for this episode is I've Reached Peak Fatness and Now I Need to Flatten My Curves. All so, right. so, COVID 19. <laughs> COVID 19 related, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, we're kind of in unusual times here. This is, well, not kind of, we're definitely in unusual times with, um, you know, everyone safer at home and many of us not working, some of us working and in circumstances that are maybe considerably more stressful than what they're used to because things are different. And I have to think that um, I'm not the only one who's struggling to get back to my eating protocol. And I'm just, you know, maybe talk with us, Mike, about how we can get through this like how we can, what are some strategies we can use to get back to what we need to be doing to get back on the weight loss horse, so to speak, and not let this COVID-19 derail our weight loss efforts. Well, first and foremost, uh, hi to everyone. Hi. Um, <laughs> hi. This has been an interesting problem that we're dealing with. And I think that when we were dealing with some of the fall classes or class, Classes, I guess we were we were dealing with kind of the holidays, but they were kind of predictable because they were planned. Yeah. In this class, we've had to deal with this spring that was disrupted for a few different reasons with spring break and and things like that. But then all of a sudden, we come back from spring break and we're not able to meet again, and so it kind of throws us off because I think so many people in the classes were making great progress. Right. We had a lot of we had great energy. Right. There's and, a lot of. Um, yeah, energy, I guess, is the word. When you're with other people and you can talk to them and see their excitement and all that, you get you feed off of that. But when you're in your own home by yourself, you know, it's not it's it's a little bit harder to get the you know, the oomph, oomph to get going. The, the excitement, yeah. Right. So we're dealing with a lot of different components of this. But one of the things that we're we've talked about in the weight loss manual um, 92 pages. Remember, go read it. It's fun. You've got time now. Um, yeah, that's a good point. One of the things that we, is, that's in the manual is really about how we're, we're working with our thoughts and we're never going to have to gain this weight back again. Now, some of us have gained a little bit, bit of weight, likely. Um, many people have still reported good weight loss. And so this is great. But the key thing about this is, is that we're really trying to remember some basic principles and we're prepared for this. We, we have been preparing all along for us to have difficulties, setbacks, not lose weight as quickly as we can, have plateaus. We've done this all in our mind saying, hey, you know what? I'm going to be fine because I know my path back. Well, <clears throat> and with, I know how to manage stress. Right. But all of, I think all of us were thinking that life would generally be the same and, and I wouldn't be sitting at home with both of my college age kids all day long. Uh, that, that, that wears on a person. Yes. Although I love them like crazy. It's a different, 
thing. And it's not that's not how I was planning for sticking hey, with my life. I, I think that, Stacey, you're in a much better position than some people with staying at home with three and two-year-olds and so five-year-olds or I four totally or five agree. or six kids under the ages of six. I right. just talked to a person oh, the other day. Yeah, that's so you can, you, can, you can think about this in a lot of different ways, but we all have to deal with changes in our life and there's always going to be schedule changes. And what we want to do is we want to always remember that the basic principles are the same. One, each and every one of you understand how we lose weight. Okay, we lose weight by by getting access to our fat. And there's two ways we get access to our fat. Limited sugar and flour and having gaps between eating. And the more that we do that and we get back to those basic principles, the better off we're going to be. Now, the second issue is, is we, we have to manage our thoughts. And I think that most of us are really struggling with the management of thoughts right now because we're in this chaotic unknown environment. Some people don't know when they're going back to work or, or what their work is going to look like or they are sitting in their office at work with nobody around. Uh, other people are sitting at home doing work. Other people are next to the refrigerator. Some people are in their makeshift desk, you know, or, or whatever the it is. Table, yeah. The dining room table. And we just have to understand that these are all things that are going to happen to us at some point in our life. We're always going to have things, we're going to have injuries that prevent us from doing our exercise. We're going to have, we're going to have surgeries that prevent us from doing things or, or change our routines. We're going to have deaths in the family, which unfortunately some of, of, some of our, our colleagues and, and family members are, are experiencing, or friends. And we, we, have to, we have to understand those things are going to happen. Life isn't, isn't perfectly stable and static. We're always going to have change. So if we come to this with the idea, hey, we're going to have changes, we're going to have to adapt to it, it, it's, it then we kind of can say, okay, I understand my basic principles. What are my basic principles? Well, I limit sugar and flour, and I take gaps in between my eating. And the more I do that, I'm the better off I'm going to be. If I manage my thoughts, then I'm going to have less emotional eating, which I think everybody's had some emotional eating lately. Yeah. So if you've written down your protocol, go back and read it again, right? If you haven't written it down, maybe take a few minutes to write it down again just to refresh your memory and, you know, get your thoughts back on the path of your weight loss protocol. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that the other thing that's changed is sometimes um, we have to do those things, but we also have to get back into our healthy routines, thinking about ourselves. And, I'm, and I, I think of the, the whole idea that if people aren't going to work, then every day becomes a Friday or a Saturday. That's exactly what I've been doing. <laughs> yes, I, it's like, oh wow, this is this is great. It's it's weekend all the time. It's never the work week. <laughs> and At least not completely. I have been working some, but not much. I mean, well, not like I used to, of course. Yeah, and and that could mean that you you stay up a little bit later. You get up a little bit later. You don't have your normal morning routine so you don't necessarily get prepared in the same time and then all of and 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 maybe you don't put on makeup or you you know you don't shave i i because i'm not seeing patients live i'm seeing them on tv now i don't shave on tuesdays and thursdays you're seeing them on tv i'm seeing them on t well on, on the computer oh <clears throat> yeah and and so and 
that's just like a little little glitch in my thing where I'm not shaving on on Tuesdays and Thursdays. And I've just been noticed I slid into that habit because I'm like, well, I'm not seeing anybody. I'm just, you know, nobody's coming into you know, the office. Correct me if I'm wrong, but did the last episode deal with how we're going to take this time and really use this time when we're in this weird position to really do great things? And better ourselves. Our, yeah. yeah. Remember we were t- Yeah. <laughs> forgot about that, didn't we? I totally forgot about that. Huh. It's all coming back to me now. I'm sorry. I'm not a very good student. <laughs> So, so, uh, oh, so well. Stacey's assignment is to go back and listen to all yeah. the first 23 podcasts. Yeah. At least the 23rd cr- and, podcast. And, 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 <laughs> to remind myself And what I critique said. herself oh. and me. Yeah. Uh, to find out how we're, how we're doing and what we can learn from our performance. Because we haven't gone back and listened to some of these, and well, we should. And, and just to point out, it's not like we're out of the safer at home order yet. So, I could technically still do things to improve my position. I could learn to crochet. <laughs> hey, she, you did so much. I exercise. Remember, I did yoga that day? Yeah, that Haven't day. Haven't done it since. That one Haven't day, done yeah. it since. But that's one more day than you did it in the previous. That's right. You're right. It is. Eight months or years. It is. Yeah. Um, so one of the things that um, we, well, you did sew my pants too. I did. I yeah, fixed yeah, your pants. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that was great. And I also made masks. I, I I blew out my pants, not due to them not fitting. It's just that there it was, was just a, a bad stitch job. Had to yeah. be had to be a problem with the manufacturing. It was not my fault. Not well for sure. That would not have been. But so, yeah, in that that's true. So one of the things that we wanted to do. So I can't remember the question now, but we're trying to flatten your curves. We're trying again. to flatten curves. Yeah, we're trying to do. Flatten curves too, in the spirit of COVID nineteen, and flatten we want to curve. flatten our other curves too. Yeah. So, so flattening our curves, basic thing that people will say consistently is, we've got to get back to the intermittent fasting. Um, we have to get back to saying, I appreciate hunger, and and it's okay. And when I'm hungry, I'm dining in. But we also have to get back to that low sugar, low flour, which is difficult when your daughter brings home a bag of Twizzlers. Twizzlers. Yeah. Uh, but but we want to we want to kind of we kind of want to recognize that now. Remember, it's probably as important when you eat as what you eat. And so, if you're gonna if you're gonna do something, do the intermittent fasting, and and then you have a little bit more flexibility with your food when you do eat. But try to do the intermittent fasting. But try to keep it as low sugar or low flour as you can. Right. And then, the, but, but really the critical thing about this is your thoughts, your beliefs, getting you back to what you want to do. So if this is a time where you're going to do some massive improvement and you're going to say, I'm going to do something that's going to improve my life, take the opportunity to really lay that out and, and, and set yourself, set some goals for yourself or set a process for yourself over the next few days to get back into that. So, for instance, if I wanted to learn how to crochet, then one a process would be learning what I can about it and start, you know, trying to do some stitches. And I may not make crochet a whole blanket or anything, but at least I'm on the pro- by doing those things. I'm on the way to becoming a crocheter. Okay, so here's a question for the audience: Do people crochet blankets? Yes. Because I did not know that. Yes. I thought they crochet. What's the Oh, you know, maybe I'm thinking about knitting. No, well, I think they're knit blankets, but yeah, they knit. They, I always shirt, think yes. of crocheting as making those hangers. That no, that's macrame. 
Macrame. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Um, right. Dense here. <laughs> so one of the key things is we're just going to pause for one second. Okay, we're we're back. We just had a little odd thing. Difficulty. Technical. But because we're in the moment and we're dealing with it, we're we nailed it. So we're really positive about how well we did that. So one of the key things that we want to do, which I forgot my point now. Pro well, I, you were saying process. if you're not doing it, you're doing, you're setting up a process. So yes. you're getting closer to setting success. up a process, getting back into some routine, and it doesn't have to be the same routine of success that you had before, but just try to find those little things that will get you going in the right direction, and really work with your thoughts. Really think through what you're trying to do. And I think that um, because we live in Wisconsin, we've heard that alcohol consumption has been a little bit higher lately. I heard that, yeah, that alcohol sales had increased by 50% since yeah. this all started. So that's that's one of the things that we, we, you, we may want to look at and kind of say, okay, am I am I drinking alcohol every every night because it's Saturday night or Friday <laughs> Because night. every night's Saturday night, yeah. yeah. And, that, and that could be... But try to set those goals of getting up on a normal routine and, and trying to build that. But most importantly, don't beat yourself up. Okay? One of the rules that we have in the dining in club is we don't get to beat ourselves up. We, because when we beat ourselves up, that means we're going to get a whole lot of emotion coming from self-loathing and beating ourselves up. And that emotion then is going to be the fuel that leads back to emotional eating, sugar and flour eating, chip eating, all of those different things. So really try to say, you know what? It's a special time. I can explain it. I'm, I'm going to get back on the horse because I know where the horse is. <laughs> and we, we, we want to get back onto that horse. And we, we know where it is. We know how to do that. And so once we once we remember that, then we're all good. We're all, we're all in a good place. All right. Well, any other uh, tips you'd have for us getting through this time? Since things really are still up in the air for us, we really don't know much more. We 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 don't know much more. And but I do I do feel as if things are changing, and we're we're closer to the other side than we were. A few weeks ago, and I think that that's that's not rocket science. I was going to say that sounds like common sense to me, yeah. Mike. <laughs> yeah. But I think that we're we're getting to a point, someplace, where we're going to start saying, "Okay, I can see the light at the end of the tunnel." You know, we we luckily in our area we haven't been hit very hard with this, although people have been sick from it. But we just have to we just have to keep. Uh, um, doing following the rules, I would really encourage people to be role models of be, be the be the person that wears the mask out in public, be the person that talks about social distancing, be the person that talks about you know showing wiping down your hands or bringing hand sanitizer with you or wiping down your cart. Be that person that kind of talks out loud about doing this, and because then it will encourage more people to do that because sometimes you'll go into the store and there will be, you know, half the people with masks and half the people without. Sometimes there's only a few with masks. Sometimes there's a lot with masks. Try to really encourage this is an appropriate thing to do, not only to protect yourself, but to protect others. 
And, and, and don't let know. people shame you and say, what are you thinking? You're just way overreacting. Don't let that don't, get to you. Yeah, just no, say, no, no, I choose to be, safe. just to take it, take the precautions so that everyone can feel safe around me. And, you know, they can feel like I've done what I can to keep them safe and myself safe. And, and <laughs> you know, I had to wear my big face shield today because I saw a patient live today. And one of, one of the things the patient told me was, he said, he said, wow, I kind of like to have one of those <laughs> and he did he wanted one of those but I, you know i want one i want it you know and it did it was kind of weird and geeky looking but hey it's the way we protect ourselves and we want to set that example um so really make sure you you're openly um really talking to your kids and other people about washing their hands about parents being safe um not doing any parties being good um, yeah that's been my what I've noticed out when I've gone out in public to go grocery shopping, because that's the only reason I can go out in public right now, um, is seeing how the vast majority of the people without masks on that I've seen have been people in that upper age range, the 60, 70 and yeah. older range. And so if you can encourage, you know, parents, grandparents to do the safe thing, that that's certainly going to be helpful for everyone. And let's remember, we are unbelievably flexible as human beings we are creative and we can get through this and what i want you to remember is that we were preparing all along by talking about the psychological principles we weren't just talking about weight loss we were talking about other psychological things about habits and routines and willpower and, and how we build motivation and how we change our thoughts and beliefs and how we manage stress we were talking about this all along for these times. Well, we were talking about it as it relates to weight loss, but there are principles for every every all the time. eventuality. Yep. And it's going to throw us off. We're always going to get thrown off by something, so we better get good at it. And so if we're, you know, I'll go back to a sports analogy because mostly women are listening to this podcast. <laughs> um, so, but the sports analogy is, is that, if a receiver for the Green Bay Packers, let's just say, only caught balls that were right in his in front of his face, he wouldn't be very good if that's all he practiced. And I guarantee you that the Green Bay Packers receivers catch balls all over their body to try to practice and simulate that so that they're prepared for the unknown. We have to say to ourselves, we're prepared for the unknown. And every day we get up, something's going to happen that will... We'll, throw us off kilter and we have to be ready to find our find our center center of balance and get back in the game and and not be be able to brush that off and move on so there you go Packers fans I talked about your wide receivers being able to catch balls not against the Vikings but they're okay okay well good good have a great night and more podcasts coming we're going to try to do one a day well I don't know for that's the not, next crazy. few days uh, and we'll go from there Have a great night. Keep dining in. Bye.